small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis, where I am joined not only by my semi-Swedish friend Lee, but also by our Antipodean anomaly, uh, Joel Carpin. Um, before I let you both speak, I will say that I've realised that you both got one thing in common, which is nice. Um, well, it would be nice if the thing that you had in common wasn't an inability to get more than five listeners to this podcast in the country in which you live. Um, we did have a, a listener in New Zealand yesterday, which is a first and good to know that we're edging closer to Antarctica. Um, anyway, I'll save the best until last. So I'll come to you firstly. How are you? And what shit is going down on the island of Blida? Semi-Swedish. That's mm-hmm. what I woke up with this morning. <laughs> well, next year. Uh, in me. Uh, okay, I digress. <laughs> Nothing's been going on. Nothing at all. Just busy working, selling ice cream. Uh, my wife's, my step, oh, father-in-law. It was his birthday mm. yesterday okay. and I took on the pizza making duties. So I made. Everyone's getting pizza, pizza at the moment, aren't they? Everyone's, <laughs> Everyone's eating pizza. pizza. But What's I, the I occasion? made the pizza. <laughs> What's the occasion? It's Ramadan. Pizza. We're having pizza. <laughs> 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 Yum Kapoor. We're having pizza. And what's for pudding? It's kosher. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what's for pudding? Pizza ice cream not nutella pizza Ooh. very nice no uh, that's all i've been doing just uh okay. that's it nothing for me boring good uh, because I've, I've been wanting to get to joel anyway and i didn't think you'd have much to say for yourself joel you were right how are you how are you coping with the fame associated with guesting on an internationally renowned podcast well mate been fighting off with a stick Fucking bashing down the door. <laughs> All five of us. All five of them. <laughs> um, no, I've been good. Um, got a new job. Uh, oh, yeah. congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Geelong Rams yeah. on top of the table. Minor premiers. What was that? The Geelong Rams, the football side that I play for. So Ooh. going away to the finals. Very exciting. Oh, wow. Is yeah. that Aussie rules football? Then I take it. No, 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 no. I play rugby. I used to play Aussie rules, but uh, I play rugby. So oh, I don't call why are you calling then? it football? <laughs> oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got soccer, which yeah. is what you guys football. call football. Yeah, yeah. We've got footy, which is what you guys is called Aussie rules. Okay. Uh, and then we've got rugby league. Uh, and then we've got rugby, which is rugby union. Okay. So I play rugby union. You play? Why oh, the best football. The best football. Yep. Yep. Um, and of course, yeah, when all these sort of things happen, uh, you know, your major life events and stuff, you sort of do a bit of uh, 
bit of reflecting on on everything. And yeah, I, I had a girlfriend probably about five years ago, and she. And this is when I was like really fit. I was cycling, you know, three, you know, two, three hundred k's a week and stuff. And she said that um, I'd be too vain to ever be overweight. And mm-hmm. um, you showed you know, her. Just, oh fuck! Yeah, I, I, I was trying myself. I was trying myself off, trying myself off, and I looked up in the mirror and I just oh, fuck! I showed you, didn't I? <laughs> so, um, that would teach you. Yeah, yeah. So that, Geelong, that's just about it. Uh, Geelong Rams, go up for the cup. Who are you playing? Warm uh, ponds, so wankers. No, no. <laughs> wallabies, no. Neil. No, Warm the, pond wallabies. The uh. Yeah, the hickory smoked salmons, the heightened hickory smoked salmons. Um, no, we have one more game to go, but it's a mathematical thing, so we can't be beaten to the minor premiership. And uh, we've got three games in the final series, and yeah, we're looking pretty good. You get paid good. to play? No, don't be silly. I'm 39. I had an MRI scan on my knee on Friday. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, fucking about 400 bucks a year. Yeah, <laughs> like any that that's proper grassroots. I've never mm. been paid to play football. I think people have tempted me to soccer. I think people have been tempted to pay me not to play uh, before. <laughs> um, but you certainly, grassroots sport, you you pay to play. That's Absolutely. the way it is. Yep, nice I, community-based stuff. When I, I went for a little period of playing football and upsetting the coach in question, and he would rather not have me in the team and go with nine players. <laughs> what, what did you do to upset him? Uh, this is a bad attitude. Bad attitude. I think a, a, yeah. a friend of ours, Lee, once got taken off a game of football stroke soccer, didn't he? When there was no subs left on that team, and the coach <laughs> said took him off, and he came off. He's like, "What are you doing? We've got no subs left." And he said, "You're doing more harm than good." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But my, my biggest issue is this, right? Because I've been out of the game for so long up until just after COVID, uh, and they're all big, like, and I'm talking, you know, massive Maoris, you know, and um, they're really intimidating. So they'll come up and they'll say, oh, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Do you understand what we're doing? And, and I'll just be shitting myself, just going, yeah, fucking understand, all right? Yeah, I understand. And then <laughs> I've got to go up and ask someone else, and I haven't got enough time to understand, and then I just go make the same mistake and get bloody yelled at again. <laughs> so it's just this repetitive... <laughs> This repetitive cycle of hopelessness and being yelled at. <laughs> the nasty bigger boys are picking on Joel. Yeah, who's uh, already Joel, six though. foot four and 115 kilos. <laughs> There's 15 people in a rugby team. Am I am I right? Rugby union. 15 uh, people yep. in a team. Yeah. Yep. And if, so, 15 people in a team. Got five listeners in Australia. Mm-hmm. Where's the team spirit? How is this team? got to the finals when you can't even pitch a podcast to the remaining 10 of them, plus the rest of the squad, probably 25. I'm starting with the sevens team, mate. I've only got a sevens team up. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce it slowly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Don't want to run uh, run our race early. Um, before we, we moved on to um, goings on down under, I wanted to, for those of you that listened Last week, there was some breaking news from Edna Egg. Uh, Lee, you'll remember this. And Joel, I think you've listened, which is good. You're one of our Australian listeners. Um, but Edna Egg said, 
To the person who took not only our eggs for sale, but the honesty jar as well, you are spoiling it for others. You may be the same person who helped yourself to eggs a few weeks ago. If you really could not afford £1.30, I would have given them to you. From now on, please knock the door for eggs. So that was breaking news last week, wasn't it, while we were mm. while we were recording the episode. Um, and we touched on a few things in there. Now, Paula Pun came in, didn't she, first of all, with Oh How Rotten, and we, we liked that. Mm. Rotten eggs. Do you like that, Joe? a good pun. <laughs> and then Debbie Dogshit came in later, didn't she, and kind of changed the tone a bit. She said, there's always one who has to spoil it for others, like the dog owners who never pick up because and cause dogs to be banned and we speculated what Debbie dog shit was was on about um but I've kept an eye on this this thread um because sometimes things can you know ignite and you don't want to miss out on things so Doreen Doomsday came in after the um episode and she said it's a sad world we live in what happened to honesty and integrity Joel what happened to honesty and integrity Dead, mate. Dead in the water. Yeah. And you know something else? I think that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I think as well, if she gets her wish and people start knocking on the door for the eggs, she's just going to get a whole heap of pissed teenagers at four in the morning knocking, going, give me some eggs, give me some eggs. You know, she doesn't, she's made her own grave. She's shot herself in the foot with that one. What she should have said was, if you're going to take the eggs, you're going to take them anyway. Just take them and just leave a note saying thank you. Oh, I like that. Problem solved. Yeah. Problem's not solved, Joel. Well, the eggs are still being taken, so yeah, you're right, but at least you know what's going on. Well, she already knows what's going on. Someone's taking her eggs. I want to know, how did Honesty die? I mean, it's dead. We've established that, but how did it end up dead? Camera phones. Fuck yeah. Amen to that. I don't know why, but yeah. Camera phones killed Honesty on, on, uh, on what grounds? I mean, I think you could get away with an awful lot more pre-camera phone than you can post-camera phone. Well, all this stuff was going on, except they weren't getting recorded. And because of social media, they weren't getting reported. You know, uh, Edna Egg would have just, um, you know, called over and said, hey, did you see you took the eggs last night? And, nah, nah. and that was it. That, that's where it would end. You know? Yeah, go move, next door. Say, some, some little shit has nicked my... Uh, my honesty box of my eggs last night. Yep. And the next door would have said, are you still charging for those fucking eggs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy <laughs> up the road gives them to you for free, you tight ass. <laughs> Literally, you, you've got chickens in the garden. <laughs> laying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not costing you anything. And right. not the chickens are laying the like, eggs. You feed them compost as well, so that's not char- yeah. costing you anything. You eat the ones you want, and then mm. the spares... You, you stick out the front and think, oh, I might be able to be, make a bit of money from that. Exactly. So really, who and she's not paying tax either. So really, who's being honest? <laughs> yeah. Is she declaring the revenue from the egg sales? Maybe it's not a person taking the eggs. Oh. It's a thing. What could it be like? Like a chicken hawk, a, like in the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Or a fox. We get a lot of foxes around here. Was was the uh, chicken hawk? Was that like you, you know the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon I'm talking about? I don't know because you I've know the, never heard of a chicken hawk. 
the chicken hawk was the the big one that was looking after the there was always that thing going into the chicken coop in the looney tunes just gonna looney leave tunes. it to keep yeah was that foghorn leghorn oh yeah, exactly foghorn leghorn. foghorn leghorn all right but the chicken hawk was the one going in trying to steal the chickens right and then all you right. had that the mother the mother hen and then was it a big dog that looked after the as well? Yeah, there was a big dog. I heard like a big the, uh, bulldog type thing. Yeah. Oh no, no, a big like sheep dog, I think it was. Uh, I anyway, might be getting confused I, with Tom I Jerry. heard or read somewhere that that whole cartoon was basically one big analogy for paedophilia. <laughs> Where did you hear or read that? I'm not. I mean, I just heard it somewhere. I just remember sticking in my mind that that was an analogy for paedophilia. Like the chicken hawk was the one going in trying to steal the chickens. That was basically a paedophile trying to take the children, and the parents were trying to like protect them. Right. Only chains got heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there was a lot of hidden messages, underlying messages. In those, Sorry, Joe, uh, what, what uh, were you going to say there? I mean, I just think that sort of that whole dynamic just sort of exists naturally in nature, doesn't it? You know, it doesn't strictly apply to pedophilia, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to move us away case, from yes. that. I'm going to move us away from that subject because no. I don't think it's what our listeners um, tune in for. They I might just wanted to give you something to think about. I'll think about it. Um, But I wanted to get to the post in this thread, and it's the kind of post that annoys me the most on Facebook. So in comes Vicky Virtue Signaller. It is awful, but maybe the person has fallen on tough times and needs some understanding, not a post on social media. Just my opinion. I agree. You agree? I'm going with fuck off, Vicky. No way. No, you're totally wrong. Look at me. Look at me, what a good person I am. I'm a good person. I think about other people. I'm going to put it on Facebook so everyone knows I'm a good person. Yeah, I I, I agree, but I hate her because mm. it's just not throwing enough fuel on the social fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I, think Vicky's, in... I think Vicky's right in this instance, that somebody probably is really poor, see some eggs and the money, and goes, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be a thief, but I need these eggs. If I don't have these eggs, my children don't don't live. This isn't lame is. No, and what is it? Well, we haven't got paupers on the streets walking around looking for a loaf of bread to steal. No, because they've taken the eggs and some money so they can survive. So you won't <laughs> see them. But what if they've what if they've just gone down, they've taken the money and the eggs, they've gone down and bought a six pack of beer and then pegged the eggs at the neighbour's house? Like that that's the most likely outcome. We'd have heard about that. I'll carry on. Um right. Fiona Foodbank comes in. Um <laughs> and she she says they have food banks in every supermarket. There is no need to steal what could be someone's gas money. Well, don't worry about the public shame of going to a food bank. Yeah, don't you know. <laughs> well, Vicky Virtue signaler becomes a pedant here. Um, and she says to Fiona Food Bank, are those are actually donation points, not collection points. The oh. bits in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree. Uh, but why not put a note with the eggs instead of going to social media with it? I'll tell you why, Vicky. There's no eggs left. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> just an empty bucket. Just an empty bucket. No, honesty books to hold down the bit of paper. Do we know that if they took all the eggs or did she say they took all the eggs or just some of I the eggs? I think the implication is all eggs plus honesty books. Oof. Yeah. And Fiona Food Bank says to Vicky, there is no excuse for helping yourself. What's more, the sort of creep who not only takes the eggs, but the money as well, is not hard up. He just thinks he can get away with it. Once again, a fundamental um, fundamental law of stealing. Only do it if you can. You think you can get away from it with it. Mm. Although some people like to be caught, don't they? Yeah, cry for help. Mm. Mm. You'd think that they would do like a more serious crime, though, not steal eggs. It's not like you get taken downtown for it. It's more like well, a murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they say so. People that torture animals, they say that they are like that's the kind of gateway to becoming a serial killer, don't they? That's not true. So, I've I've never killed multiple people. um but if you if your gateway is eggs what's the next crime laying them yourself (laughs) laying them yourself that's not a crime that just happens to mammals in australia (laughs) what is the next what is the okay so torturing animals leads to serial killing Mm mm-hmm Stealing eggs leads to what? Car theft. Tax evasion. No. No, selling eggs leads to tax evasion. Egg dealing? Egg dealing, perhaps. We're dying here. Anyway. Um, so in response to Fiona Food Bank, oh, saying, oh, oh, just, I know, I know oh, what it is. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. it's that James Bond film where they're, uh, they're trying to get hold of the, the, uh, little gold egg with all the sort of emeralds and shit in it. Right. Like the Fabergé thing. Fabergé eggs. Yeah. Stealing Fabergé oh. eggs. That's where it leads Ooh. to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that is worthwhile. Yeah. That is, I think maybe there's like a, a Fabian-like character in the background running a ring on this one. Yeah, a Fabian. Sending out like. Do you mean Fagan? You misheard me. I said Fag- Fagian-like character. Fagan. Okay. Well, you can play this back and hear what I said, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we can all hear. It. And it wasn't Fagan. <laughs> Is Oliver Twist big in Australia, Joel? Yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, there's a massive craze of Oliver Twist going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, um, not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Is who's, that your favorite, around? Huh? who's your favourite character in Oliver Twist? Uh, the creepy old guy who uh, divvies out the, the porridge or the gruel. Is it porridge or gruel? One in the same, really, isn't it? Um, it's yeah. Fagin. <laughs> it's Fagin. That's Fagin. Fabian's his gay brother. <laughs> You can see anyway. him in the background t- joining in with all the singing. Edna Pick a pocket or two. Where, where else would you suggest I post a warning to others in the village? We're not the only ones selling eggs. 
We do not make a profit. The money just about covers the chook's feed. I think that should be the end of it now. And then she's put two emojis. It's a chicken's head and a cockerel. No. But well, Vicky Virtue signaller. Yeah, yeah she's experienced. Serious about it, she should put up a billboard. At the very oh, what? Least. And then everyone can see. Well, yeah. Or set up at CCTV. The entrance, at the entrance to the village, put up a sign saying egg thieves in operation. Or egg Why thieves she... not welcome here. Yes. That's a strong desire. Why doesn't she put, why doesn't she make like a, a sort of box where mm. you put your hand into the box mm. to get the egg and as you do this like device clamps down on your hand and then when you put the money you can take the egg and then you put the money into the box it releases the clamp and you can mm-hmm. take your hand out with the egg why doesn't she yeah, just do sounds, that yeah that sounds straightforward and uh, an easy option because then if they go there without m- the money knowing and it, it can yeah. be any denomination, right? Because an honesty box is basically, for me, it's pay what you can. Yeah. And if that's nothing, you know, find some coin-shaped objects that you can put in there instead. There runs a bit to of a release risk your hand. People putting in things that aren't their hand. Mm. That could be a bit of a risk. Vicky <laughs> Virtue Signaler comes in. In my honest opinion, I didn't read it as a warning to others selling with honesty boxes, but as a comment that the perpetrator might read. But that's just my opinion. There's anyway, no way you're stealing eggs and then going on a Facebook page to see if it's, you've been rumbled. No, you're not. No one cares. If you're stealing eggs and, and the honesty box, you don't give a shit if people are talking about it. Well, Una update comes in and Joel touched on this. Probably it's the kids who have been throwing eggs at people's houses. I think CCTV is catching up with them. This puts a different slant on it, doesn't it? Why does she say CCTV is catching up with it? uh, Because maybe people on their ring doorbells have witnessed these youths throwing eggs at houses. And jangling honesty boxes around. Joel, have you ever thrown an egg at a house? Yeah. Several. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to fill us in a bit more on why? Yeah, uh, there was this guy called, uh, we'll call him Mo Lester. Um, (laughs) 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 And he used to mow his lawn uh, in his underpants. And um, oh my god, yeah. I, 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 well, look, to be fair to him and, and for complete transparency, they weren't underpants as such, they were sort of you know what a speedo is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, like water Budget underpants, yeah. But yeah, there you go, you've done a bit of research. Um, yeah, and uh, I have thrown eggs at his house and. He used to come out and, and chase us around uh, in dressing gowns and whatever else. But, yeah, he, he was all right, bloke, I suppose. One of, just You know what he was? He was one of those social – he was one of those socialites and one of those sort of stand-up people within the community that was always complaining about something. Like whenever something had to be taken to the council, he was right at the forefront of it. You know, he was the one – In his speedos. In his speedos. 
Did you throw when it? When was the last time you threw an egg at his house? Was this last week? No, 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 no. The last time I've caused any sort of public nuisance was probably about three years ago when I ripped out all of these ornamental pears from one of the neighbours' places. Um, Go on. <laughs> <clears throat> I just went and ripped them out. Um, Any reason? Yeah, oh, there was a reason. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a very, very, yeah, that, that's a that's an off-air story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, those ornamental pears ate shit. <laughs> Whatever happened to honesty? Whatever yeah. happened to honesty? Lee, have you ever egged someone's house? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Halloween was a big uh, mm. a trick or treat, wasn't it? That was the, basically if you didn't get a treat, you were egging their house. When I was a kid, anyway. I once when I I came home from university after the first year for some holidays and my dad was telling me that this kid like 16 year old kid had walked past the house and chucked a rock at the window and smashed the window of the house so my dad had got out there quick enough to grab him by the neck and drag him back to his house so kind of shook him down like where do you live you little shit dragged him back by the neck round the corner to his house banged on the door the dad, I answer the door. My dad's like, this little shit's just smashed my window. I'm like, going. Dad's like, oh, no, it wouldn't have been him. He wouldn't do something like that. My dad's like, I just caught him. I just saw him do it. He's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. So the dad took him in. My dad came home all pissed off. And while I was home on holiday, my mum and dad were going on holiday. And my dad said to me, just so, just so you're aware, while I'm away, that kid lives at such and such address. I was like, okay, I know what the under, the uh, undertone here is. <laughs> so, I, I was having a, a house party. There's probably about eight people around my house, and it got to about three or four in the morning. We went, let's go issue out some retribution. So we got loads of bog paper, like in balls, in a bucket of water, and we we spent some time on this we carved a potato um the shape to fit up an exhaust pipe uh, we got six inch nails and weed killer and we went round and absolutely peppered this house with bog grow it's like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> put the uh prop prop the uh, prop the nails <laughs> under the tires put the potato up the exhaust pipe and absolutely covered the front lawn in weed killer and then went home um and then uh the next day the kid came round to knock on the door to ask if my dad was there to apologize for breaking the window oh there you oh, go wow. yeah what did you say i said no he's not he's away at the moment and that was that <laughs> but then i didn't think anything more of it and then when i was back at uni in the second year uh my dad sent me a letter so there used to be a village newsletter going out before facebook and it had crime reports in and there was this like crime <laughs> report and it said vandals did this 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 and it just circled here and put you question mark <laughs> so that was uh... anyway time's moving on so it's time for us to say joel struth mate what's going wrong in geelong all right so I have a thread here. Mm. Uh, I had a couple, but I thought that maybe 
we couldn't always rely on poo and um no no we can't no. we have to branch out a little bit um so i've got one from sally salmonella oh okay yeah now i'm gonna read it the way it's been written on geelong uh i'm not gonna say which page but it's one of the uh various sites that uh, is a platform for airing grievances okay so it's been written barbecue chicken craft beer i texted the number provided on the website i got told by them they said to me cook a bit longer how when i i'm the customer i can't go in the kitchen seriously so that's <laughs> that's what's been written <laughs> okay what I think. Could, you, could you give that to us one more time Barbecue chicken craft beer. I texted the number provided on the website. I got told by them. They said to me, cook a bit longer. How can I, when I'm the customer, I can't go in the kitchen seriously. Okay, right. Okay, so this is what I think it was meant to say. To barbecue chicken craft beer, mm. I texted the number provided on the website and I got told by them to cook my chicken a little bit longer but how can I, when I'm the customer, I can't go in the kitchen and cook it myself seriously. Okay. So there is a picture of three half-eaten uh, chicken legs. Uh, okay. Drumsticks. Yeah, they're very – I wouldn't eat them. I wouldn't have got that far. They are – You wouldn't have tried serious... the third. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> I reckon I would have taken half a bite of the first one. And uh, probably gone straight to the, the hospital. <laughs> so, um, Quinton Questioner says, why did you eat all three of those after seeing that it's not cooked? Uh, you are going to be sick. <laughs> okay. So, so that's, that's, uh, that one there is pretty predictable. Um, so Paul Pun. Uh, oh, any relation to Paul the Pun? Yeah, yeah, siblings, distant, mm. um, unmarried. <laughs> yeah, in my mind. So, <clears throat> so Paul Pun has written that's foul. Now, brilliant. How, yeah, I don't need to ask you how it's spelt, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he chucks the W in and everything. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, that uh, Paul Pun's real sharp. Unlike yeah. Paula pun. Mm. Um, so Sally Salmonella uh, has replied to Quinton Questioner. Uh, I did tell them all they said was cook it a bit longer. How can I? And when, whenever it's Sally Salmonella, there's absolutely no punctuation. And I will spare you the, the spelling errors. Yeah. Um, but bearing in mind, this is someone who ate three raw chicken legs we're we're assuming she isn't like the brain of australia she's not the intelligentsia of australia well funny you should say that because that might enter a little bit later on okay um so uh rodney rare he writes uh, if it ain't bleeding i ain't feeding so mm. Yeah, there's a lot of these sort of um, just very... I reckon Rodney Rare would say something similar about 
other situations with. Mm. Mm. I think we all know what we're talking about. Yeah. Grass on the wicket and all that. Mm. Bleeding old mm. enough, etc. Stop, stop. Okay. So um, we've got another one. Uh, Cyril Sarcastic writes, I just had a stroke reading that. That is to the original. Um, that's the original post. He just had a stroke creating that. Yeah, so he's I think he means the original post. I think he means that it mean was like too a, difficult for him to get get an understanding of. So a brain aneurysm, or is he touching himself? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of perverts? Oh yes, yeah, a thread about raw chicken. I'm gonna have a stroke. Or, uh, or like she's she spelled it wrong and she, there's no punctuation. This fucking really gets me going. Well, Cyril doesn't actually stop there. Cyril um Cyril replies to himself uh, and says, "Me no speak no English," which in <laughs> itself <laughs> with a, a, a laughing emoji. <laughs> And then he's written down three lines of ha, 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 ha. He is funny. <laughs> he's a very, very funny lad. Old Cyril Sarcastic. <laughs> when he goes to his fucking shitty bloody sales job in the morning, everyone's going to be patting him on the back. <laughs> great joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Saw your great joke on Facebook yesterday, Cyril. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. You should go on Village in Crisis. <laughs> Get him on here. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is where it gets a little bit, um, a little bit nasty. <clears throat> so Olivia Offensive, this is going back to the uh, original post. So Olivia Offensive writes, "Shut the hell up, everyone. She's special needs. You're nasty." Spelt Y O U R. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she's. She's assuming that the person who originally posted it uh, is special needs. Is there so, a picture of, could she have gone on her link to see if she actually is special needs? I don't know if a picture tells you if you're special needs. Yeah, it does. Does it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I'm not going to carry on, but we all know what someone with special needs looks like, right? Well, there's lots of different special needs, Lee. I mean, you have special needs. You need constant reassurance. You are You are very needy. That is absolute bullshit. There's no... You, of all the people that you know, I need reassurance less than anyone. You need constant reassurance. You need constant supervision. Incorrect. Totally Lee, this correct. week, this week, listeners, Lee... We're going on holiday together to Corfu sometime soon. Lee has been, Lee has fallen victim to clickbait on Sky. Oh, Corfu's on fire, mate. Not going to go. We're going to have to get evacuated from the beaches. Constantly, day after day after day, to the point I've had to say to him, I don't want to hear it. I'm not cancelling the holiday. No. I didn't say that. I said, is there a plan B? They're evacuating people from the island. You just want to get choppered in like it's apocalypse now and stand on the beach going about napalm with your kids. And I'm just just saying, maybe if people are leaving the island, 
we might not be allowed to go. Is there a plan yeah, but, B? But you hadn't. You, you hadn't didn't have read one. The story. So that's why you just You'd pushed head in the sand, pushing through in clickbait. Sky News, mate. BBC had it. Home of news. They wouldn't lie oh, to wow. anyone. You know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> How many people go on holiday to Algeria from the UK? How many what people would you from say? Algeria go on no, holiday how many to people the UK? From the U- no, how many people from the UK would you say go on holiday to Algeria? Oh, a few thousand. And how many to Greece and Italy? Ten, tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. What's yeah. been the big news on about the fires? Where's the big news been? Where's all the clickbait been? Well, it's just moved into Algeria and Italy. No, it? no, no, not the no, not the story within the story. What's all the headlines? Still about roads. Still about Corfu. Because that's where people go on holiday. They'll they'll click the story. Thirty-four people died in Algeria. That hasn't been a headline because no one's going on holiday there. So no one's going to click the fucking story. Just mugs like you on Sky going, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going there. I better read this story and give them some advertising revenue. That's bollocks. <laughs> You're so cynical. No, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. Sorry. Sorry, Joel. Carry on anyway. Yeah. Sorry, no, Neil. No, I had no. to ruin that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> as you were. As you were. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Well, it's written down, so you'll get it back. Uh, yeah, on, on paper <laughs> as well. Um, okay, so where were we? Okay, Olivia Olivia Offensive um, makes the, the assumption, which apparently you can, that uh, she might be special needs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and she spelt it Y-O-U-R. Yeah. And then it. some f- fucking dickhead... And I hate these people. They're so annoying. Um, they are right, which is what makes it most annoying. Cameron Critical, uh, asterisk your, with the correct spelling mm. and use of your. Yeah, yeah we've seen Oh, that. I just like to point out, Neil is that person. Big drop oh, really? that in our, yeah, in our WhatsApp yeah. group. Oh, he's Big the grammar dropper. police in our yeah. in our WhatsApp chat group with the lads. Keeps me busy. Fucking hell, I bet you it does. <laughs> First thing he does in the morning is Wordle. That's that's Neil. That's what we're talking about here. Um, Wanker. All right. So April advice. She's uh, chipped in. Uh, So you ate not one or two, but all three pieces before complaining. I would have stopped at one and not eaten the rest of them. Then Hmm. I would have texted the number to complain. So I think what she's saying there is she would have had the street smarts and the life experience to not eat more than one raw chicken leg yeah. before she decided to get salmonella. What I think is I think the sensible thing there would be just not eat any chicken at all. That's what I reckon. Well, but never eat chicken. Ever. Never eat chicken. Never, never eat well, chicken. you don't eat chicken. I do, but I won't after <laughs> this. Especially from um, the don't, chicken don't keep craft naming it. Don't keep naming it. Don't keep naming it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, have we any confirmation on Sally Salmonella's mental capabilities? 
No, there's just a lot more of um, people just. Oh, just, she never said she wanted a refund when someone's challenged that, and uh, you can't hold, eat the whole dish, then complain. Uh, that's that's yeah. totally correct, by the way. I've worked in restaurants for a long time, and the one thing that really grinds my gears is when people eat the whole dish or maybe like leave a little corner of like a chip or something. And then somebody goes over and says, how was your meal? Oh, it was overcooked. I just yeah, want to turn around and go, well, why did you eat it then? And is there a way that you're told to, um, what, what's, what's the internal dialogue of, of your brain when that happens, Lee? What happens? Well, usually, well, usually someone would come over to me and say, oh, table 22 have just said this. And I wouldn't I wouldn't bother going over. But the internal workings of my mind in that situation is you're just an absolute twat, mate. And I just sort of nod at them and say, oh, that's a shame. Hopefully next time it'll be better. And then can I get you anything else? Is that when you were an employee? Yeah. So now that you are out on your own and you're pumping those mm. pizzas out one after another. Yep. What do you, what would you do if someone ate all the pizza except for half of the last slice and said, this yeah. is rubbish? I'd say thank you very much for your feedback. It's, I'm going to write this down. And as I was right, I'd probably take like a little notepad and pen and say, well, what, what were you saying? And they'd go, oh, it was like overcooked. I'd be writing, you are a cunt. Uh, I really don't like you. Um, what do you know, you absolute wanker? And then I go, oh, I've got all that written down. Thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> Something like that. You would offer any then. feedback? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but would you do that? Would you eat a whole meal and then turn around and say, oh, actually, it was a bit like this? Would you not stop in the middle and say, excuse me, could you come here? This is, this tastes a bit off. This chicken's a bit rare. What you know? What would you guys do in that situation? Me, under yeah. no circumstances would I ever send anything back. I, to me, I, I just couldn't do it. it. It's just I would feel as though, even you know what? Even if the meal was substandard, and they said, "Oh, how was it?" Oh, it was nice. It was lovely. It was like lo because I just I cannot bring myself to doing that. I can't be that person. I just don't want to be that person. I spend my entire life trying to cause as least fuss as possible like if she had to serve a whole chicken and it was completely fucking raw straight out of the fridge i'd have eaten it and said it was great <laughs> giving, them five, giving, giving them five stars on TripAdvisor. well you're the yin well, to my yang because yeah i was gonna say let's move here. over to the other side here i don't know if i've said on this podcast before but we were in a campsite in france a few years ago and i ordered a burger and it came and the bun was soaked full of blood. Like, I don't mind rare steak, but the bun was full of blood when it came. So I went to pick it up. And <laughs> it can was... I just stop you there? Mm. That end blood. You didn't see the inside of this burger. It, it's not blood. What's What comes out of packed meat and like mince isn't blood. Okay. That's all been drained out of the animal at the slaughterhouse. There is no that's blood a, left. That's a good point. That's a good point. 
So, so carry on. It wasn't your burger wasn't bloody. Would you refer to a steak as a bloody steak? Yeah, but it's just a it's terminology. It's a bit bloody. It's a terminology. There's and no you'd truth use that, there. would you? Mm. Well, I would. I, if somebody said to me, "This is a bit bloody," I go, "Oh, okay. Would you like us to take it back and redo it?" I wouldn't say that's not blood. No, actually, all the blood was taken. I'm saying it to you because I, you know, you need educating on this. Mm. Anyway, so this burger. Yeah. Had the appearance of bloodiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like cold. Now, if I get a burger, I want a burger to be hot. And it yeah. was cold and oozing into the bun. Um, but we were on a French campsite in a quite remote, remote area and they didn't or chose not to um, speak English. So in the end, I was pointing at the burger. So I called the person over and I was trying to say the burger's too rare, but I don't speak much French. So in the end, I pointed at the burger, put my fingers up above my head as if they were horns and said, moo, moo, to signify it was still alive. (laughs) (laughs) And then you wrote a Facebook post with no punctuation or spelling. (laughs) <laughs> well, then they took it back, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. They took it back to the kitchen, they stuck it in the microwave and nuked oh. the shit out of it, and then brought it back, and it was like eating a bullet. Still in the same bun, I'd suggest. Um, and we didn't you eat on the You can smell when it's been in the microwave as well. Yeah. Can't you? When I, you know exactly what they've done. When I was about 32... <laughs> I came home from the so night. three years before you were ripping up pear trees from people's gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm just trying yeah. to get a timeline here, Joel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I came home from a big night and I was so pissed I couldn't be bothered cooking sausages even in the microwave, and I ate about half a kilo of completely raw sausages. Fuck Come me. On. That's brave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, That's straight great. down the hatch. Yeah, I, I and what was the outcome? Awesome. Um, well, I don't. You know what? To be a hundred percent honest, I woke up in the morning. I went, "Fuck, those sausages are gone." And then I just <laughs> didn't think anything more of it. That was it. Yeah, it's yeah. That was a bit of a strange one, actually. I hadn't thought that there might even be any sort of adverse after effects at all. Are you related to Sally Salmonella? Um, no, I'm not. I'm starting to wish I had it been, though. You can finish that chicken off. I came in once, uh, I came home once, and my brother was in the kitchen uh, making dinner for himself. And I said, what the fuck is that smell? And he said, I'm making lunch. So I said, what are you making? And he went, chicken. And I said, how are you cooking it? And he had it in the frying pan. But what he'd done first was he'd microwaved it, baked it in the oven, and then fried it off in the frying pan. And I said to him, why the fuck would you do that to a piece of chicken? And he said, you can't be too careful. (laughs) 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 And forever, that dish has been called Chicken Freeways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's not eating three raw chicken legs is he he ain't fucking going near it 
<laughs> he would. Oh. I remember we we took him to a sushi place here in Stockholm when he came over, and bear in mind he was about like twenty, twenty two. He was picking up the <laughs> bit of sushi. It was just kids sushi for him as well, a bit of salmon on top, and he was licking at it with the tip of his tongue. I did. Like, <laughs> people like people can't see that, Lee. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, you're going to clip that and put it up on Instagram or something. But he was oh, licking it yeah. with the tip of his tongue. And he goes, nah, 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 that ain't my fucking cup of tea, mate. Nah, I ain't going there. They ain't even cooked that. Nah. Does that, that annoys me when people are just so narrow-minded that they're not even willing to try something different. I, I had a, a guy that I used to live with, and no doubt he'll come out in later conversations because this guy's absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, and he microwaved gazpacho. He couldn't handle... <laughs> <laughs> the, the concept this is the middle of an australian summer it is like 45 fucking degrees for the about the fifth day in a row and i made this big thing in gazpacho i chilled it and everything and he just couldn't handle it couldn't handle it wouldn't handle it had to microwave it so he's he's out there drinking his beer with a bowl of steaming hot gazpacho <laughs> <laughs> saved half of it in a thermos for later <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh but I wanted like to mental. bring us back. I wanted to bring us back to the village in crisis, boys. This is enough chitter chatter. Um, mm. And this, this I thought you'd like just a little way to to finish this. So it, it, Belinda Bus. This this went on a couple of days ago. Absolutely ridiculous that Stagecoach have decided not to run the first two buses of the day into Cambridge, as apparently it's not getting enough to enough capacity to do through the summer holidays. It will not run. How are people that do not drive and need to be in town for 7.30 for work supposed to do so? Rant over. Apologies if the post is not allowed on here. First comment. I totally agree with the bloke. First comment. The 6.53 turned up. We saw it. (laughs) (laughs) We suggest he's got not a leg to stand on here, right? Next comment. My son caught the first bus this morning. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Next comment. Next comment. The 727 turned up as normal. <laughs> I hate this so much. It's painful. Next comment. The 657 was on time and running today. <laughs> What's she basing hers on? her bus <laughs> did do you think she's got a kid who was supposed to go to work today who went out and thought sat at the bus stop and thought i can't be fucking bothered today yeah, oh, yeah. and if it gets yeah. to a certain certain point of lateness i don't have to go to work so i'm just going to go yeah. home i'm going to lay it on thick to yeah. mummy. Like, I'm really sick. You're not going to believe this. Apparently, Stagecoach aren't running the first two buses of the day into town. It's horrendous. How am I supposed to get there for 7.30 if I... There's no point going in now because I've been marked down as absent anyway because I wasn't there for 7.30. Got away with that one. Hopefully, she doesn't go on Facebook and post that word for word. What job does somebody have if they have to get into town for 7.30 in the morning? Chef. Cleaner. McDonald's, isn't it? Mm. McDonald's. Well, you could work in a hotel. 
object for shift type thing. What time did construction work start? Some thirty or... for breakfast. Mm. Yeah, you're wrong there. Uh, construct uh, construction. Yeah, they'll probably get there about seven thirty. Construction. Hmm. Yeah. That reminds me of a parents' evening I went to uh, when I was at school, and I learned quite soon that it was best to go to the parents' evenings, and then you kind of spread the bollocking out over the course of the night rather than them getting really pissed off and coming home and going all in on you for about an hour or so. Um, and I went to one lesson to art and the first thing the teacher said was awful lot of unexplained absences, aren't they, Neil? I just sat there <laughs> like, oh, my fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Please kill me now. We used to have a uh, like a homework diary at our school and your mum had to sign off on it on at the end of the week so there's a My little mum had to pop. sign off on your homework diary yeah anyway um so i would give her a pencil with like a blunt end so mm. that she had to like press down hard where she signed her signature so it laid, laid it created an indentation on all the under pages so that i could then just fill it in with a, a ballpoint pen and it would be the perfect uh, uh, signature. Wow. That, Thank you. That's incredible. Yeah, I know. And on that <laughs> bombshell, I think it's probably time to uh, to wrap this up. Um, I think we're only scratching the surface of Geelong. Um, hopefully we'll find out next week whether Sally Salmonella survived or died. Um, We'll find out if Lee has got hooked into any more clickbait. Um, maybe you can give us an update on what the Kardashians were wearing. Um, something along those lines, Lee. That got your tongue? Mm, yeah. No, I, I, you know, Neil, you know, when there's danger, I like to protect mm -hmm. my family. Yeah. When you see danger, you head straight into it, dragging your family behind with you without a care for anybody's safety. That is the reality of this situation. I love you, but you're careless. Sometimes you're unthoughtful. But you just want to go on holiday and get a tan. So you do you. Well, thank you, Lee, for your <laughs> kind words. Joel, thank you as ever for joining from Geelong from what looks like a sex dungeon um, that you are sitting in. Um, thank you as ever, Lee, for joining us with your acerbic views on me and my family and our attitude to risk. Um, it's not, it's not their on... attitude. It's not their attitude. Carry on. Hit us up. It <laughs> it does. It is up on all the usual social media channels. And um, we're on TikTok, we are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, Threads, YouTube. We've got an email address, villageincrisis at gmail.com. If you think you've got a thread that we could dissect then send it to us and we will make a decision as to whether we can or not we probably will because we don't get many emails and we'd be very <laughs> excited to receive one uh, so until next time thank you both and we'll see you all again soon goodbye
Thank you. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis. <laughs> <laughs>